I literally had to tell myself, Lacey, 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 talk to myself like a two-year-old. Lacey, Lacey, sit down, sit down. Lacey, sit down. Lacey, record your podcast. You have to stay consistent. You're doing a good job, girl. Don't let anything mess you up. You're doing a good job. It's so hard, man. It's so hard. I, like, the slightest thing distracts me. They were like, oh, there's a term for that. That's ADHD. No, I'm not ADHD. It's just that I think a lot, okay? There's a difference between someone that's ADHD and someone that just lives in their head a lot. I just live in my head a lot. And I was on YouTube doing some research for some of the topics that we're going to talk about on our episode, like podcast today so i was on research on youtube and i just went down the rabbit hole and in short because we're gonna do this on a totally different episode because i'm so excited to bring up more episodes i have so many ideas and it just bust out the problem getting off track again down the rabbit hole bring it back lacy that's a delta we need to work on it okay cool so i was on youtube doing research for some of our topics today that we're gonna talk about and i must say Topically, that Soldier Boy has to be the godfather of the modern day rap game. Okay, now the more and more I think about it, it's really making sense. It's making a lot of sense. It's kind of like, you know, things seem crazy and they make people seem crazy or stupid that they're really trying to like make obsolete on some shit to counteract some other things that's going on. But at the same time, like, it really makes a lot of sense the more and more you think about it because I was I was technically Soldier Boy generation too. I can't even yeah I can't stand on it. I was in high school when Soldier Boy came out. Soldier Boy, minute so watch it. I think that was around Katrina or some shit. I, I had to be around Katrina. I think I want to say because I remember when MTV used to still play videos. Hold up, MTV used to still play video. BET used to still play videos. Okay, no one plays videos anymore. I need y'all to really get it together. Like MTV, BET, VH1 and shit. Like we really used to get music videos in the morning, getting ready. Like what was it? The box? It was some like show. Like they really used to show music videos. They don't do music videos on TV like they used to. That's why TV is becoming obsolete because the net neutrality doesn't. Uh, I'm spilling too much tea. Okay, you know, because one of these um, screaming sites might want to holler at me later on in the gap. But just know, that's another topic that's coming on at the end of the, towards the end of this podcast. But like, dude, like Soldier Boy, we might call him crazy. We might think he's crazy. We might like look at his antics. But this is thing. These are like literally things. Homeboy bought receipts for everything he said on his Breakfast Club episode. Now, one thing I must say, because I've had my spin around the park with people that are like PR and like interviewers and actual media media. Because I don't consider myself media media. I just consider myself a creative loud mouth with a platform and a really nice voice. So I get on my podcast and I talk like this so that... Y'all can hear my voice and maybe, you know, we can work on some other stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm not a real media platform. I'm just saying what I would do in this situation. And I'm a wish-washy Libra, so, hmm, Libra. I say things so weird. I'm a wish-washy Libra, so I might, you know, get some more information and eventually change my mind. But this is how I feel right now. I feel as though Soulja Boy is... (laughs) Soldier Boy is justified in what he's doing because it is just Soldier Boy being Soldier Boy. AKA, I'm calling him Soldier Boy. 
And just to say this with a straight face, no, I'm not joking. I don't mean to call you Soldier Boy, Young Draco. I think that's your name. Yeah, Young Draco. Because you even now, was like, my first name is Drake. My last name is Young Draco. Okay. Dude, you really need to get into the film industry right now. And when you do take me with you, like, help me out. Like, dude, you are really, and you're smart. You are smarter than people you're letting on. And people think you're crazy. No, you are very intelligent. And I applaud you. Like, I give you a, a round of motherfucking applause. I watched that Breakfast Club interview, at least most of it, because they, like, called with my pizza, and, like, my pizza was so fucking nasty. I don't even tell y'all who it was from. But, I mean, I got a salad, I guess. You know, the FDA isn't really running, so I hope there's not E. coli in this fucking salad. And if I die, it was Domino's. I'm snitching. It was, I'm dry snitching. It was motherfucking Domino's. Like, just, we're not dry snitching. You just snitch. I'm snitching. It was Domino's. But I, uh, I really... <laughs> I really appreciate young Draco's honesty and the fact that he went up there. He just let it all out. He told y'all everything that it was. Because a lot of times, we look at these celebrities and everything that they do and everything that they see. Like, nobody lives their real life on social media or what you see on the screen. That's not what people are really going through. Like, I really need people to get that through their head. And when people are so critical online of other celebrities and shit like that, it's like, come on, they're regular people. They just happen to make money off you because you like them because they set trends and they are those people. But, like, they're normal fucking people, my G. Like, I need y'all to stop. And Soulja Boy had a lot of valid points. A a, a lot of valid valid points and like i just can't get over the fact (laughs) that Charlemagne really tried to troll him and bring up stuff and envy tried to troll him and bring up stuff like they really like were in there but at the end of the day when you are the ultimate troll (laughs) and you set up the blueprint like nikki said she had the pink print for all these female rappers like, I guess Soldier Boy said he got the blueprint for all you new niggas out here. Because these new niggas not Jay-Z type niggas. They not Nas type niggas. Like, they not even J. Cole type niggas. Like, in the Kendrick and J. Cole era type shit. They not these kind of dudes. These dudes are like, I'm going to start some shit on like, like the whole 6 9 thing that got brought up. Man, that was shit Soldier Boy. You, the more and more you think about it is the world more and more... They modernize things and make you try to forget about something that you thought was obsolete. Like, you could bring that all the way back to, like, I bought up just before this, Nicki Minaj. Like, son, Nicki, Nicki didn't do anything too much more different than Kim did other than the gameplay and that he, she was taught the wordplay and that she was, like, schooled by, like, Wayne. And Wayne is, like, another innovator in the industry and the way he did things. Wayne birthed a lot of these new niggas, too. If you want to be completely honest about the situation, Lil Wayne and Soulja Boy combined, like, that's what a lot of these little dudes want to be and is an RR. And it's just that Wayne not a hater. Wayne never was a hater. And Soulja Boy clearly isn't a hater neither. Nigga might be crazy. And I like crazy people because I'm crazy too. But like, but they're innovators. And people who innovate, you push the button, you push the seal, you do things, you you cause a disruption. And if you're able to cause a disruption, I think I'm giving y'all so much game on here. Like... I mean, I'm just being honest. And I'd like to say, you know, I'd like to give a class for Soulja Boy for Soulja Boy. I mean, Young Draco. 
Like, I'm genuinely not doing this on purpose, swear. It's just that when you're used to hearing something for so long, you're used to hearing it for so long. So, like, Soulja Boy, Soulja Boy, okay. I respect that you're on your grown mansion and you don't want to be called Soulja Boy. You really want to be called Young Draco. Because I did that to another artist in New Orleans. What's his name? Do I want to give him a shout out? No, I'm not going to do that. You know, <laughs> you got to work for that. Um... I was doing the same thing to him. He's like, no, that's not my name no more. So I'm going to try my best. It's not facetiously. It's just that that's the initial name that I'm going to. But, like, I really wish you the best. And, like, I really think you got it in you to make, like, a comeback, comeback, like, comeback, comeback. Like, but me dropped music and Tiger dropped music. And I get that you making a comeback. You here, but couple, 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 couple. I fucks with you. Like, if you need help, like, not even need help because I'm more than sure you don't need help. But if you want, like... Yeah, like, dude, come on, give us some music, give us a number one, give us, not even a number one, I don't care if it's a number one, give us some groovy ass shit to jam to, I mean, if Amarion could do it, I mean, you could do it too, she machine. So, moving on, I know this is a lot about music today, this is, a, I think this episode is just gonna be about music, <laughs> and what's going on in this side of the industry, I guess, because I really, I really can't, I... Next topic is a New Orleans topic, a very New Orleans topic, and this is Chopper. Boy, let me give you a slap and clap for what is going on. Boy, I am pr- I am literally proud of you. Like, and I really hope that Master P and Universal link that up where you really getting paid. And I really hope your paperwork was right, my G. You can really roll with all of this. Okay, so if you don't live under a rock and you're from the South... You would know that the Saints are moving on to the NFC Championship. And it's kind of like every time the Saints do really good, there's a song that comes up, like pops up. That's just like the go-to fun anthem in New Orleans. And it just happens to be Chopper style this season. And I'm so psyched for that. Let me tell y'all why I'm so psyched for that. I'm so psyched for that because it's an actual New Orleans artist. Not the Yang Yang Twins. I fuck with the Yang Yang Twins. But it's the Yang Yang Twins is from Atlanta. How you gonna have a hype song for the stats from, from Atlanta? We're supposed to be Mortal Kombat enemies. Like, that just doesn't work like that. I don't understand. Okay, bring it back. Turn it down. Level 2. Level 2. But this season we have and have revived and have bred life into Chopper Style. And not only is Chopper Style like the official song for the New Orleans Saints that's on their way to Atlanta to burn it down for a second time. I said that out loud. Look, I'm not going out to Atlanta. So if anything do burn, you know, I didn't incite that or start that. I'm just saying. So the City Girls, which might I say they probably are in Atlanta because that's where headquarters is. But they're from Florida, you know, Florida niggas in New Orleans, niggas, Louisiana niggas, they all wanted them fucking same. Just like Oakland niggas. But that's a later topic. That's a later topic. So the City Girls just sampled Chopper Style for the song Twerk. And that video just came out today. Yes, I know this podcast is dropping on Thursday, but today's Wednesday. I record this every Wednesday night. The video just dropped for Twerk with Cardi B and the City Girls. And honey, when I tell you that is some toxic femininity type shit. And I'm here for it 100% all the way. This is wow. You should throw it in a cage. She had a tiger on her back. I love Cardi. We have to talk about Cardi in a little bit. And something that she brought up, you know, down for the people. I love Cardi. But back to Chopper. So... I feel as though, like, a lot of New Orleans artists were 
underappreciated, are underappreciated or overlooked, but they're not nice to me. So why should I be nice to them and do like a mini expose on this podcast on why they should be looked at and not be looked over? So we're just gonna do we're we're just we're just we're just gonna do chopper, okay? We're just gonna work on chopper today. So I I was thinking and I was looking back. I was like, dang! I said chopper style was a really big song when I was like, I don't know. I might have been in middle school when that popped up. It was either middle school or high school. I want to say if it was high school, it was early high school, like nineteen grade. If that, like, Chopper style was the Chopper style. You know, when the girls in New Orleans had the big updos and stuff like that. And then he was from the West Bank. Now, I have a personal tie with what we call the West Bank over here because I'm from Algiers. So I'm like, bitch, I still live in Orleans Parish. Don't play on me. But they be like, you still on the West Bank. I'm like, I'm from Algiers. I know I bring that up so much, but I just need to let it be known that I am from Algiers. So... I was thinking about the movie Malibu's Most Wanted. Because, like, I don't know, B-Rad is just still so fucking funny to me. Like, Jamie Kennedy was freaking hilarious. Like, where, where the hell is Jamie Kennedy being completely honest? Okay. So, I was thinking about the movie Malibu's Most Wanted. And the song Chopper Style was actually in Malibu's Most Wanted. So, you know what that tells me? That white people loved the song Chopper Style. Also, because it was a total bop back then. And, like, it's a total bop now again with the City Girls and Cardi B saying, I want a slim fine woman with some twerk with her. What? What? Chopper, you on top of the world right now. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I hope you have a lawyer, and I hope you have a good lawyer, and I hope you and Master P are on dope-ass terms because you can really make a nice little ride off this. Okay, not to really be a chatty patty, but I am a chatty patty, but I'm an unchatty patty. You know what I'm saying. But it's going to move forward. And I went on a trip. I'm going to say a trip. And I don't really necessarily want to name names because I don't know if they want their name to be named. But, like, that's my dog. Ain't nothing happening. Nothing. This is really, like, my partner. And it was my coworker. Like, still technically still is. I don't know. I don't know if it's some more. But just, we're not going to get too much into that. But, like, we, I do video work. Like, I really like doing videos and stuff like that. It's just that that's very time consuming to do videos, the way I work and the way I get things set up. And it's just that I've done radio and like podcasts and stuff before. So this is more second nature for me to just do myself than to get in here and chop up the video and take this scene and make sure I get this artistic shot. No, you're just hearing my voice raw, straight like that. Uh. So now I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about this. We went on a trip to a place in Louisiana called Grand Isle. Okay, if you don't know what Grand Isle, Grand Isle is like, wait, it's, it's kind of like something like if y'all saw that Scooby-Doo movie where they had the like the ghost and they went to Louisiana and stuff like this was back in the gap. Like Grand Isle is like something like down there, but not necessarily down there, but it's like literally where Louisiana meets the Gulf. And I was doing work, and my partner was like, hey, we need somebody to shoot video for such and such and such. Now, I didn't know how to actually edit edit video at the time, but I did have a camera, and I was into it, and I still genuinely do like to do that. So, I was like, okay, cool. So, we took the trip down at a Grand Isle, and it was Chopper's performance. His wife was so pretty. Like, she was nice. Like, everybody was really cool. And, like... This was before the Chopper style hype that's going on right now behind the Saints winning and stuff. Like, this was like, I don't know, this was a couple of years ago. And the way he was welcomed 
in Grand Isle. He was treated like a king. He was treated, they treated him good in that club in Grand Isle. You see what I'm saying? And I mean, that's something that you got to appreciate. Like, these was people that was still Chava style, cha cha style, style. Like, in some of his other songs, too, and they were still rocking with it. Like, had you, had he would have went in the club in New Orleans on some shit and, like, came and started performing Chava style, they would have been like, boo, nigga, get up the stage. That's because the city full of fucking dick riders. Yeah, I said it. They like, what's popping is popping and what's not popping is popping. So we gonna plow on it but you know once it get popping we gonna embrace it again no we need to embrace what is what is now like we got so many other artists like i don't think people realize how significant the hot boys are and it really like boggles my mind because there's so many talented artists down here but at the end of the day talent doesn't mean shit because honestly i got a hell of a pen i can help a lot of girls down here it's just that i really don't i, I i'm a more of a clown i want to take things on the film side but like I would openly and gladly write for the city girls because I like they swag. Like, I like, I like, I like all of that. I like all of that about that. It's just that people need to, you know, pay, pay a little homage. You know what I'm saying? Not too much. Just a, just a little bit. You know, a lot of this stuff did originate from New Orleans, like ignorant ass niggas. And a lot of New Orleans ignorant ass niggas moved to Miami and Oakland and everywhere else because we were woadies on the boat. Even before we were woadies on the boat, when niggas just was tired of New Orleans shit, they just moved to California, like Miami. Like I got I got cousins. I got family in California. I got family in Miami. I got family in you know places like that it is what it is but back to what i was saying shout out to chopper chopper style now since we're keeping it in new orleans sphere and atmosphere we're gonna talk about mayor cantrell hey latoya cantrell hey girl how you doing i saw you saw my video because i told you that you need a response track but that was not the response track that i asked for okay that was cute that was cute you know you kept it classy you kept it cute when they go low, we go high type-ish. No. Yeah. We're the Saints. We're higher than the Falcons. We're all the way in the sky. So, you know, we don't want to talk too prematurely about this, Mayor Cantrell. You know what I'm saying? I need you to hear this. You're going to eventually hear this because... Social media is so much fun. You can hear the little whispers of all the little birdies on Twitter. <laughs> so, after we win the Sunday, because we're going to win Sunday. And if we don't win Sunday, then we're still going to win Sunday in our heads. Okay. So, I need... A better response than a little cute one saying that Friday is black and gold day. Show your pride. Let them know we come and burn Atlanta down, even if it didn't really burn down in the first place. I think I said this before. Did I say this before? I don't give a damn. It is what it is. Let them know we coming. We coming. And then what makes that Atlanta Super Bowl even better is that, like, <laughs> that's a 30-minute plane ride. That's a 45-minute plane ride. That's an eight-hour car ride. Like... I think I think the city of New Orleans would basically eat the terrorize Atlanta. Or like if the Saints real petty on some shit because you know they wanted to like play us on some shit talking about they don't want us there. We spend no coins with them. We come back to New Orleans immediately after the Super Bowl, okay? With our trophy. And their bonus. Okay, we do all of that. Because you know what? We some real players. Whoa, y'all don't want our money. We're gonna go win on y'all turf. A second one. Y'all don't have a first one. Then leave. <laughs> Fuck shit up and leave. 
That's classic, man. That's is what I call iconic. In other news, Cardi B, Cardi B, has turned into a political speaker. You know, I just want to remind y'all because it's been a little bit over three weeks, okay? It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch, for health care. So your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job, but this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. All for a fucking wall. And we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do. But, bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. Hey, y'all. I just want to remind So, in other words, what Cardi B just said to y'all that a lot of y'all don't understand is that this is slavery, my G. You want these people to go to work and they're not getting paid? Like... Where does that happen? Wait, it happens under you because you've done it before, before you were president. But nobody cared about that because they didn't like crooked Hillary. Now, if we want to be 5150, completely honest about this whole situation, which is where most Americans are, it's just that no one speaks up and says this, is that motherfuckers is over the Democrats. Motherfuckers is over the Republicans, too. Motherfuckers is just over everything that is what is a political party. But when you look at the world atmosphere of things, what's going on right now, it's like the whole world, the whole hierarchy of governments are in their own ways. Socialism isn't technically working. Capitalism damn sure isn't working. Like, none of this is working. I guess they're over there chilling in, like, Saudi Arabia and stuff, but they have most of the wealth of the world. Like, I, I just... People are tired. Long story short, people are tired. And Kanye told y'all that we were gonna be the new slaves, and I guess this is, you know, just a reckoning of what is. I really don't want to touch too much on it. I just really wanted to touch on the fact that Cardi is a real one. Cardi is a real one because that is the working poor, as I call us, because I am a part of the working poor. It's like we're not rich, but we're not like on food stamps and other subsidized agents of the government either so it's kind of like yeah you work but you ain't got it like that neither because trust me if everything and anything ever went down in america like you're not gonna be able to touch the super rich people you're not even gonna be able to get close to the super rich people like you're gonna shoot at and get at people that's within your vicinity that just have a little bit more than you do maybe like and vice versa it becomes a war of the poor the working poor like, it's crazy. Just the atmosphere of everything is retarded. And honestly, truly, I'm probably going to get a lot of backlip for this. I say give him his goddamn wall. Let me tell you why. Let me explain why I say give him his goddamn wall. Because he isn't going to stop until he gets the goddamn wall. Now, the country is already in the deficit as far as um, I know and I see. So why not just send it even more into a deficit and just give him his motherfucking wall that's going to eventually come down in years because the Berlin Wall came down. The rest of the walls came down. I guess he said the wall in China. <laughs> the wall in China is still up. 
look, Mr. Whatever, because it's a catch-22. Like, who are you really style? Like, what's real, what is a wall really going to do? Like, a wall, build a wall from the brown people because they're criminals coming in. Like, anybody could come in. Like, people could fly in from other countries that are white terrorists also. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't you know, this is why I don't talk about politics because my head hurts right now. My head really hurts. Like, big bad. So, I tend to not talk about this. But things are only going to get worse. And worse, you guys. So, y'all could keep looking at this and ignore and or ignore it. Like, I try to ignore it, but things just get, like, why did I actually try to ignore it? So, uh, I just want to give a personal screw you. And I hope you're proud of yourself. You know, I don't even want to say a screw you because that's wrong. Because I know a lot of people that actually are supporters. Like, they're good people. There are a lot of people who support him and everything else. They're genuinely good people. They're just caught at a crossroads because they don't live the same lifestyle everybody else lives. So I can't, I can't verbally say that out my mouth. But what I would like to say, I would like to say that everyone who voted for him and everyone who didn't vote at all, like... Okay, so what next? Because I didn't vote independent because I, uh, I am an independent. I'm registered independent, independent, and I voted for Hillary Clinton. I'm being completely honest and completely candid with you here on my podcast. And I really wasn't 100% feeling her either. It was just a lesser of a two evil things. And... I I wanted Bernie to win. Like, I guess I'm being very raw on this podcast. I really wanted Bernie to win. But when it was time to actually go to the midterms, like the midterm elections and stuff, like the Democratic, uh, the Democratic ticket, whatever the hell it's called, I went. Like, I went to go vote, like, for, like, the runoffs and stuff. And I went to go vote for Bernie. And when I got there, they were like, oh, you're not a registered Democrat. You can't vote. I was like, what you mean? I'm not a registered Democrat. I can't vote for Bernie. He was like, no, you can only vote if you are registered a Democrat. I was like, the fuck? Like, things you don't know and things that you aren't taught in the polling like area. Like, if the person runs under a Democratic ticket and you're registered independent, like, you can't vote for them. Mind blown. So, just so you guys know, for the upcoming election, if anything does go down weird where somebody is running, that's a normal independent that's going to run under the Democratic ticket, like, you're not going to be able to vote for them because you're a registered independent. The more you know, y'all are welcome. Y'all can learn from my pain. At this point in time, I'm not going to necessarily say I don't care because I probably have three more times to vote in my life because I've been voting in every election since I could vote. And the first president I was able to vote for was Barack Obama. Go fucking figure. So I have been voting in local races and national races ever since I was registered to vote and honestly and truly I'm motherfucking tired I'm motherfucking tired and I think everybody else is motherfucking tired it's like oh we're gonna move to the hope monger Barack Obama was his his tag was hope so hope quote-unquote didn't work for you because you didn't see things moving in your favor no like there's so many other things that's going on so okay we're gonna move to this guy like i'm not gonna necessarily play fear monger but it's a partial fear mongering 
And honestly, I can't be mad at some Trump supporters because, I mean, I don't look like you. If I was white, I'd probably feel the same way too. Fuck, I don't know. I don't, I'm not white. Like, I don't I don't know. And some of them genuinely bring up good points. They're kind of like, you know, it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with our freedom, our, our, you know, what we want out of our capitalist country, what we want out of America. We want America to be like America was. Okay, um... I don't want to talk about this anymore because I'm probably about to go off tangent. So moving on, Cardi B, you're a real one. We love you, babes. Keep up the good work. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And if I was rich, I probably would have voted for Trump too, but I'm not. Not rich. Not yet. So this is the lace-up every Thursday. Went longer than expected, but this Thursday. Make sure you check back in with me next Thursday. And then after that, we're going to start getting the two podcasts a week popping. And on one of those podcasts out of every week, we're going to have a special guest. Maybe I might change my mind and still just do it once a week, but just add a special guest on. I don't know. We'll see how that plays. But I'll see y'all back next Thursday. And always remember, Lily loves you. Lay loves you. Bye-bye.